Friday from 10 to 1. It's Dan Bongino. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 8.39, he is Chris Walton, and I'm Mike Casper. And on the phone line with us this morning, Idaho State Representative, and currently running for the Idaho State Senate for District 10, we have uh, Tammy Nichols with us. Tammy, first of all, um, I apologize for the late night message to ask you to come on the show this morning, but I appreciate uh, you getting back to me so quickly last night and agreeing to be on the show. Hey, good morning. No problem. Uh, That's one thing that people know about me is that I'm a night owl, and so I get messages all the time that are kind of late at night. (laughs) So Um, no problem. Let's get into this. We could sit here and, if we wanted to, bring on candidates for almost every single office and talk about allegations and mudslinging and we could bring on two or three candidates for office every single day through the rest of the primary and probably still not get to uh, everybody so um bringing people right. people on to the show to talk about allegations and mudslinging uh not necessarily something that we are going to do however in this uh, news article that i saw last night apparently allegedly the uh, candidate who is running uh, against you for the primary scott brock mm-hmm has allegedly accused you of bribery. And I, I want to I list off some of the things that uh, he has in a campaign piece that mm-hmm. was uh, emailed out. And there's a, a long list here. Votes to mm-hmm. defund the police, votes to defund mm-hmm. education, votes to allow drugs, doesn't own property, uh, doesn't have verifiable income other than politics, claims to have a business that doesn't produce anything and works for her mother, votes 98% based on how special interest tells her to vote, votes against the NRA, and then we get to the one that says, took a bribe from medical recovery services for a vote. Now that's that's a big one. And don't forget the last two, because the last two are kind of my favorites. Tried to hijack the Central Committee and is an extremist hoping for chaos. There you go. So there you go. The yep. long, long list of things that he has it accused is a long, you of. Long list. However, you know, you, you can put most of those into mudslinging and accusations. There is the one, mm-hmm. though, that bribe mm-hmm. is considered a felony in the state of Idaho. And that's right. why we he, wanted to get he, you on here this morning to talk about sure. that. Yeah, you know, politics can get kind of ugly, and I get that. I understand that. Um, you know, like you're saying, there's a lot of mudslinging that, that transpires during campaign season, and that's that's true. Um, but, yeah, that one that one's kind of a hard one because he is, he is flat out accusing me of criminal activity, of a felony. To, to whom did medical services pay money, assuming that they did it all? Yeah. I have no idea. You know, I, I received donations mm-hmm. all throughout the year, um, and they have donated to me before in the past a few times. So, you know, when I get a donation, uh, I'm obligated to report that donation, and that's simply what I do. All right. I, and it doesn't matter to me when. I just report it. So let's, let, I guess let's let's put a fine point on this thing and just ask you the question, at any time, did you ever take money for vote? Quit pro no, pro. I've never taken them. No, I've never taken money for a vote, ever, ever. 
Where and do you... I've had, I've had, I've had, um, you know, donations given to me where I've, I, ha- I haven't voted. Maybe they have a bill, maybe they don't, but I've never utilized donations to equate to how I'm voting. Where do you think this comes from? You know, I think this is a desperate attempt. Um, you know, he's the, my opponents ran against me before in the past, and I think you know all this and for all these things that he's listed out are just bizarre accusations. And so, you know, we're in another campaign season, and he can't really tackle me and, and hit me on my voting record. And so, he's trying to go for a smear campaign instead. And it's unfortunate. The interesting part of that is if you look at a lot of campaign literature in the different campaigns mm-hmm. around the state, uh, they have very similar things that they say, but normally it's not for the primary because normally they're trying to uh, say those things about Democrats. Uh, right. <laughs> you're, you're, you're not a Democrat. <laughs> no, I'm not a Democrat, and I'm one of the most conservative legislators in the state, according to my, my, the people I represent. And um, uh, there's, there's several different entities that score legislators. I mean, I was back at, at CPAC, uh, which is the largest and oldest conservative organization in the United States to receive an award for my voting record. Um, you know, so I'm one of the most conservative ones. And, um, you know, he, and like I said, he can't tackle me. He can't hit me on my voting record. And so it's one of those things where he's going to attack my character instead, unfortunately, and, and go a step further. I mean, you know, I can handle the mudslinging. Okay. Yeah. You want to say that, you know, I, I voted to defend education or, or what have you. Okay. We can argue those points, but when you're actually trying to hit somebody on criminal activity and, and utilizing that allegation that they have participated in criminal activity. To me, that's crossing the line. That has gone too far. And so I am looking at, at legal, legal ramifications. I'm going to be talking to my legal counsel and see, see what steps we need to take on that. Yeah. Generally, if somebody, if somebody receives a bribe, my, my guess is they wouldn't report it as a um, campaign exactly. contribution because then exactly, you have to yeah. account for what you do with the money. Right. And, and you know, if you're a smart, smart person that takes briberies, that's exactly what you would do. <laughs> you, would, you would not report it. And so I, I have always reported anything that I've gotten in, no matter what time of year it is, no matter what season. And I'm not the only legislator that, that receives campaign contributions during a session and there's there's no rule that i know of that says that you can't take in you know contributions during during a session because people i have people that donate to me every month you know it's just an ongoing thing they just have it set up and they donate to me every month i report it every month so um yeah and i mean i can go through and dispute every single one of these things that he's listed down and he's very he he did not do any of his research obviously on a lot of this stuff um and we have had a um a gentleman that has a podcast that's reached out to both um, my opponent and myself to have us come on. And I said, sure, I'll be glad to. And he has yet to, to hear from my opponent on that. So, Is there any way of knowing for sure if this is coming directly from Scott Brock or his campaign? Well, all I know is um, I was informed by this from a, uh, a constituent that uh, attended a um, forum that we were both at. And they received this information um, off of his table that he was overseeing that evening. Um, and then, you know, it says it's committee to elect, elect my opponent, Scott Brock. 
And um, I, I have been given information showing that 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 name committee to elect Scott Brock is is indeed under his registered under his name. So this is one of those things where he would have to approve the message before it goes out. Well, I would think so. Yeah. I mean, if he's a smart candidate, <laughs> you better, you know, you better as a candidate, you want to make sure that the message that you have going out is the message that you approve of. So, so yeah, I'm assuming so, you know, and, you know, I've seen a lot of campaign literature, but I've never seen something done like, like this mm. where you're, where you're actually going after somebody over a, a, a criminal activity. And here's what I wanted to know. I, I don't know if you actually work for your mother, but what's wrong with working for your mother? If, if, you know, if your mother employs you. Yeah, which isn't the case at all. I mean, I have my own business. It's registered under my name. My mom does help me, and I work for my mom all the time for free. (laughs) (laughs) I'm always running errands for her and helping her figure out her her electronic devices. (laughs) Well, that's that's horrible. You should stop that immediately. I know. What a horrible child I am, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, sure, it's one of the commandments, but what the heck. (laughs) We need to take a short break here. Can you hang on with us for just a couple more minutes? Absolutely. All right. We're talking to uh, Idaho State Representative Tammy Nichols, currently running for uh, the state Senate, District 10, uh, about allegations allegedly accused by her uh, opponent of felony bribery. We'll get to um, a few more questions coming up next here on News Talk KBOI. It's 670 KBOI on Alexa. First say, Alexa, enable the 670 KBOI skill. Then when you want to listen, say, Alexa, open 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Idaho State Representative Tammy Nichols uh, with us this morning. Uh, she is running for the Idaho State Senate in District 10 and uh, allegedly been accused by her candidate uh, running against her, her opposition, Scott Brock, of uh, felony bribery, a uh, little more than mudslinging. I, I would like to take just a, a second here because um, a couple of other things in, in that email that uh, he had sent out um, does not own property. It, it, do you have to own property to run for the state Senate? Uh, no, I don't think you have to own property to run for the state Senate. We have people that are in the legislature that rent, you know, and so they don't technically own the property. I'm not one of those. I, I own my home. So that's, um, that's that's completely wrong. It's completely wrong and very, very easy to, to be able to find that information. And I would think someone that's, you know, on, on the planning and zoning and also a realtor, um, would would be able to access that information pretty pretty easily. So yeah, that's that's very wrong. And that information I'd sent over to the the um, Idaho Dispatch that did the uh, article um, in regards to this, and they asked me specifically, you know, do you own your home? Do you own property? And so I sent them over <laughs> my my information on that. So okay. They, yeah, so I that just, was really really easy. I just didn't. I, I found it weird. It said you know don't own property, and it's like wow, I didn't know that that was a you know, prerequisite. To to be able to run not for state office. Yeah. Nope, not even a requirement. Um, I also found it interesting, uh, said you voted against the NRA. However, the NRA has endorsed you and gave you uh, an A during the legislative <laughs> session, so I don't even know what that means. I don't either, and they've endorsed me before and given me you know, an A grade as well, and so I, I have no idea what that means to myself. It's kind of ironic. So actually, the day that I found out about this was the same day that the NRA gave me their endorsement, so it was, it was very ironic. <laughs> Is, is, is anything in, in this uh, literature true at all? Is there anything that you said, well, okay, that one's true? 
Uh, you know, no, it, it really, really isn't. I mean, I, I went through all of these and I, and I'm going, well, no, because, okay, voted to allow drugs. Well, the only drugs that I have actually wanted to vote for is for ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine. And if that's the drugs that, that he has a problem with, I don't know what to tell him, but, um, yeah, those I, aren't exactly illegal any, drugs. <laughs> no. And we've never had any bill that's come before us to, to legalize you know, marijuana or anything like that. So I've never even had a had a vote on on drugs um, as far as legalizing anything. Um, yeah, you know, I file my taxes. I, you know, votes 98% based on how special interests tell her. I mean, where, where does he get that? I, I, don't under, the, I don't know where those are coming from. The interesting thing about that is it occurs to me that every bill has uh, special interest groups on, on both sides. So no matter you know, how you vote on something, you could be accused of that. Yeah. Right. I mean, we have lobbyists down at the Capitol all the time, um, you know, that are lobbying for certain bills. And so, yeah. Um, and I and I love that he has in here, has not helped her district in all, all four years that I've been in there. You know, the bills that I have brought forward um, that I, I've ran myself, because I've co-sponsored lots of legislation, but bills that I've actually brought forward, because I'm, I'm not a big bill passer person. I don't, I think the less bills, the better, um, because I want limited government. And so, uh, but the, the the bills that I've brought forward that I've passed have all been brought to me by people in my district. And so, and I work with people in my district and, and teach them how to be able to write legislation and work on bills and get things put, put together. We have what's called a purple slip in the Capitol. Right. And that's where you can assign um, people that are interested in working on bills um, to be able to do that. And they work under you and you're, you're, you're the sponsor. And those are the bills that I brought forward. I've helped in so many different things. I've lived in my community for almost 20 years. Representative, and my kids have all gone. Hate uh-huh. to cut you short. We're just about up on time here. And yeah. I did want to take a few seconds and just say uh, thank you very much. Keep us updated on uh, what goes on this. But once again, thanks for taking a couple minutes with us this morning. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. 208 336 3700.